0: hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney i'm
1: renee and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the to my
0: sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world
1: and in today's conversation we're going to be talking about being broke baby (laughs) what do you do when you have little to no money in the account and your direct debits and bills are calling you on speed dial Broke, broke, broke. Brokety broke. No <laughs> money. Broke. Zero pence in the bank account. Nothing. If you're lucky, some people minus. It's sad.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, it's a sad, it's a sad reality. It's, yeah, it's painful.
1: <laughs> well, let's dig into it. Yeah. So Miss Courtney. Hello, hi. What does it mean to be broke and how do people become broke? Like what are some of the key facts?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Factors, <is> <laughs> <just, I> <laughs> um, you know why I'm laughing? It's because I've been there like mm-hmm. several times. You know what I think? Being broke is when you're not you don't just not have money you actually have no hope like you have no hope for like where the money's gonna come from or you get to a place I think the main thing is getting to a place where you spend way more than you make Mm. right sometimes by necessity life has its demands and you have to pay for some essentials to just stay alive but also sometimes just by bad choices and living outside of your means as I always say I feel Mm. like when you get to a point where You're just spending recklessly. I think there are some things we have misaligned as like priorities or we have a misunderstanding of what luxury is, for example. Like you earn a certain amount and yet you always eat outside. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. always buy food in from restaurants or you're always buying new clothes and because these things are so accessible to everybody it's not like when we think luxury we think buying designer brands right but a lot of us are actually living a luxury lifestyle yeah Yeah. um in terms of like all these things we get by convenience but they're actually really expensive to maintain Mm. and so you end up spending way more and not really tracking how much you're spending then you end up with nothing. Like mm. and I think a lot of people get so shocked. Like I'm making money then it's like, yeah, but everything you make, you spend yeah. and then add some, you know, which is why you're <laughs> then like left in a situation where you're you're borrowing or you're in debt or you're using credit cards for stuff, mm-hmm. which can be good, but oftentimes it can be bad if you don't know how to manage money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that's how you end up broke when you're not keeping a steady track on how much you spend, mm-hmm. how much you make. Mm and are constantly trying to improve that balance and that ratio. Yeah, that's what I'd say.
1: I hear that. I hear that. And um, it's not nice at all. At um, all. I love what you were saying about when you have, well, I don't love it, but <laughs> I'm happy that you touched on the fact that when you are broke, it feels like you have no hope. Oh, 100%. Because it just feels like you have so many responsibilities. And the thing is, as you grow older, these mm. res- responsibilities increase. They just get worse. So having no money... And having no means to pay your bills, your living expenses and all that kind of stuff is really, really stressful. And one thing I also wanted to note or kind of like touch on Mm. is the like systemic factors that can contribute to brokenness Mm. as well. Because oftentimes like on social media or just online in general, brokenness is always something that's highly personal, individualized. But in a lot of communities and particularly like the fact that we're even in a pandemic right now. Brokenness is a systemic thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a lot of structural forces that can contribute to the wealth of like communities yeah. and the wealth of people. Yeah. So, acknowledging that too, because yeah, you'll go on the TL and you'll be shamed for being broke. And <laughs> it might be the case where you've actually lost your job because of, you know, structural situations. You might and come people- from a community where there isn't a lot of wealth being circulated yeah. in that community. This is it.
0: This is- I think the- such a pertinent like point because. A lot of people, especially on the internet, will make you feel like you're doing something really wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it's like some factors, not that they're completely out of your control, Mm. but not everyone starts from the same place, right? Exactly. And also not everyone has the same amount of resource available to them. That doesn't mean you should stay in the place that you're in, but... It's not easy for everybody. It's not the same level playing field. Mm. And when you think about the, te- I mean, you'll go on timelines or feeds on IG and think everyone's balling, every and it's not the case. Everybody really. is earning a Six figures, and oh, <laughs> we're all in the fifty percent tax bracket. No, you're not. You're absolutely Stop not. It.
1: I even saw um, what do you call it? Some figures that were like the average income, or in in the UK, or at least I think it's in London. It's like twenty five thousand a year. Yeah. But average. you'd go on the internet and apparently everybody <laughs> is being taxed 50% and they're mad at it.
0: <laughs> they're mad. They're all mad at it. It's, <laughs> it's, but it's bad. I think this this generation, our generation's desire to flex yeah, all the time yeah, and yeah, kind yeah. of display that. I'm okay, I don't need your help. Or, you know, just using mm-hmm. it for social acceptance, right? It's all yeah. about social acceptance. Yeah. But it's like, who are you trying to impress? Because we all go through situations where we are broke everyone you know or unless you have bank of mum and dad mm. which a lot of people do have which is great i hope my children also have the you know ability to say i'll never be broke my parents have money but a lot of us don't come from backgrounds like that right yeah. especially yeah. like what you're saying there are certain social groups that are in situations, especially like migrant communities. Precisely this. Where the working class, right? And yeah. then those who are really living below the poverty line, who can't just go to their parents and be like, bail me out. I haven't got any money. Especially when, and also the thing that jars <laughs> me, sorry, I'm really going on a run. Talk to us. We're young. Ugh. Being broke is a key part. Of being <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude, you have no. There is a reason why themes of like you know when you used to watch uh, films yeah. about going to college or going to university. And yeah. It's like yeah, you're gonna be eating noodles every day. Yeah, you're gonna like ice, literally eating <laughs> ice from the freezer. <laughs> there's a reason why those themes are always there mm. because you when you're young it's considered that you're gonna be frivolous but also you're not gonna make the most money you will in your lifetime i think most of us can definitely mm. say the money that we're making now whether it's good or bad it's probably the least that we'll make in comparison to the future mm. by god's grace so when we think about it being broke and being young sometimes they go hand in hand yeah um And also being young and sometimes mismanaging money. Mm -hmm, If you don't come mm -hmm. from a family that teaches you how to manage money, right? And how to turn money into more money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're also going to constantly be going, descending towards the zero and the bottom line, right? Because everything you make, you spend, you're spending it. So you're kind of trailing backwards. Yeah. Rather than maybe investing it or knowing how to save properly, having even a goal to save for. A lot mm. of us don't think about saving till we're maybe mid twenties, yeah. you know, because we're thinking, I'm young, what am I saving for? Like emergency fund, why? You yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Being like being don't be afraid, sis, if you're broke. And you're young. Or even if you're broke and you're old, tomorrow's a new day. (laughs) Pick up that, your bag, and let's get to work. Let's
1: get going. No, it's so, so true. There's just so much pressure. And again, I think it's because of social media right 100. we're in high proximity to people that are wealthy yeah but what we need to realize is a lot of these people are not the norm yeah they are the extreme yeah. minority and that is okay percent. there's no need yeah. like there's a reason why you know they have you know hundred, th- hundreds of thousands of followers mm-hmm. and you know they're making money like yeah. good on them really really yeah. like they've done some amazing stuff but the problem when we posit these people as norm is we will do everything and anything Mm. to be like them and not necessarily because not necessarily in in the same financial bracket but more so in the same flex bracket yeah not understanding that the flex bracket that we're trying to enter requires some financial
0: (laughs) financial support it's true it's true if you want to enter into another tax bracket you buy in like and people don't realize that you don't just transcend you actually buy in you really you really really do it costs money
1: a lot of money and a lot of work as well like you also need to recognize that like a lot of these people do a lot of work and this is not to downplay on the fact that you know broke people work yeah because I think there's also the common misconception that because you're broke you're lazy Lazy. that's not the case some people (laughs) some broke people are there have been times
0: 100% (laughs) what you're working your butt off (laughs) for chicken change (laughs) And the thing is like even during this time of the pandemic, you see it, right? A lot yeah. of the essential workers that people go onto their balconies to applaud mm. don't get paid the most. <laughs> they really you know? Don't. So you can work really, really hard yeah. um, and not make any money. And I think but then there's also the reality that some people, a lot of people actually, mm don't want to put in the work to get out of their situation I think That's fair. I think there's That's a fair. there's a situation where or there are there are circumstances where it's like oh I really want to live this life that I see on social media right I really want to see this life that I may I may not not even just the things that I see mm-hmm. the things I know I want like in my heart I want my desires but I'm not I'm not willing to start from the bottom. I think there can be this desire to just get it. Like you want to live the high flying lifestyle, but you don't want to climb through the ranks to get there. Yeah, You don't want to like, there will be times where you, to start that business, you're going to be broke, right? But some people don't want to take that risk to go through the broke phase to get to where it is they want to be. Mm, Because it's like that broke phase is not comfortable, right? But then it's like you have to go through those trials and those challenges to get to where it is you want to be. Mm, So mm. I think sometimes embracing that, sometimes it's going to look like a mess in the beginning. And sometimes it's actually going to be really hard. But With resilience and with a lot of hard work, and Mm. to be honest, like other social factors do come into play, like being aligned with the right people and stuff like that. For sure, but you will get to a better place, right? It's just, you know, that episode we did in season one where it's like life's not fair. Yeah, it keeps ringing in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Life is not fair. It really isn't. So, at the end of the day, you can sit there and you can really complain about where it is that you are, Mm. or you can just pick up your your bag and just be like. I hate that I, I've started from this position, but no one's going to come and carry me. No one's mm. going to come and save me. I'm going to have to do this for myself. Yeah. And then you just start doing it.
1: That is a wonderful, wonderful segue. <laughs> it's wonderful. back. <laughs> a wonderful segue um, into my next question, mm. which is more so a look into your own personal story. Oh gosh. And thinking about some of the times when you were broke, Miss Courtney, <laughs> what did that feel like Uh, how did you navigate through that time
0: yeah you know what's so so funny (laughs) early 2020 I was broke broken (laughs) homeless like like, hopeless I wasn't homeless I had a home I was hopeless like I story time so if you go on my channel right there's a video I did (laughs) if you go to my youtube channel um there's a video I did In i want to say like March or something or February. Mm. Um so pretty much this time last year, where I was like, My life's a mess, I need to sort it out. I was literally having like (laughs) just a mental breakdown.
1: I was like, Courtney, this is a great video, but you're right. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: Literally even my brother called me and he was like, Is everything okay? (laughs) Um, and you know what it was? It I have ever since I was younger. I don't like not having options. Mm. I don't like feeling restricted, right? Yeah. I. If I need money, if I need resources, I will do anything I can. Obviously, ethically, but in terms of work-wise, I will do everything I can to take situations into my own hand and mm. make sure that I have resources available to me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started working from a really young age. Like, even if my there are things that I would need, for example, maybe it came out of trauma. This is turning into a therapy session, <laughs> but like, if I remember, I needed a desk mm-hmm. um, to revise in for my room. I went to my parents, like, "Can you buy me a desk?" And they were like, just through different dynamics both of them basically told me no like I'm not gonna buy it for you and in my head I'm like I need 40 pounds to buy this desk you know so I hustled my way through it and I made money I remember going to buy the desk I carried it to my house literally I carried it to my house built it myself Mm -hmm. and I feel like that desk it was the worst desk in the world it was like (laughs) trash quality but I feel like that desk represented to me of If I need something, money fixes it. Mm -hmm. Like having money available to you fixes it. So from then on, it kind of, whenever I'm in a situation where I don't have money, I hate relying on other people at the Mm -hmm. same time. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel like basically the world's going to end because what if I need something and I can't get it? And I'm the sort of person, if I don't have money in my account, I can't even sleep properly. (laughs) To be honest, and I feel like the majority of people are like that, right? (laughs) You're so anxious that even your dreams are disrupted. Like <laughs> oh. you can't sleep. How do you find peace? You- How do you? <laughs> you can't eat you can't literally every thought every thought is i I "I have no money right you're going to go and get the bus can i even afford this (laughs) (laughs) and you're calculating everything so anyway back to the story 2020 um i had got to a place where obviously i was self-employed at the time i'd Mm -hmm. been self-employed for a year and a half which is a really tough thing to, to navigate around constantly having to reinvest in your business um I had just finished... Uh, I had just stopped having my... I had I had two office spaces at the time mm. and I had just left one because I couldn't afford it. Yeah, And my funds were just depleting. I didn't have any savings, no emergency fund. And then unfortunately, my grandmother passed away, which meant I had to go to Ghana mm. for the burial and the funeral and stuff. Had to then buy an unexpected ticket to go to Ghana. Had to contribute to my grandma's funeral costs. Um, then my mum obviously went to Ghana which meant I was then helping take care of my household so now I was paying for bills that I never paid for mm. before um and my money was just whittling all the way down and January just genuinely in the retail sector which is what I'm in is very slow yeah so it's like okay January no money came in we mm. made a loss and then by the time I had come back from Ghana I had like 12 pounds in my account because then, you know what? It's always when you're broke that an unexpected direct debit will try to kill you. Oh. And that's what happened to me. I opened no. my account one day like, oh, okay, at least I'm, maybe I'm on my last 100 pounds. <laughs> Jesus, hold Stop. me through. I opened, oh yeah, life insurance, income protection, all of this. Life oh, insurance, sweet. well, they might as well kill you now. <laughs> Legit. So I was just like, I've got 12 pounds. 12 pounds at the beginning of the year happy new year happy new year indeed (laughs) renee i literally i remember i closed my phone app like my barclays app and i went to my house and i just cried (laughs) i just thought to myself is this it (laughs) (laughs) now being broke has you out here like that i thought i was gonna go mad and the thing is my whole mood switch i was depressed (laughs) i was angry yeah everything switched and i just realized like at that point it's do or die Mm. like Mm. we could i was gonna say there's nowhere like more down than this but there really is there was going into debt but i was just (laughs) at that point where i was just like i have to sort this out enough is enough and i feel like that's always been my response to being broke after i go through my short-term period of being really sad and depressed i get to a point where i'm just like how are we going to fix this? You know, how are we going to make more money? How am I going to be able to provide for myself? And that's when I just put my business, my business braid on. And that was my focus from the end on. And I feel like sometimes you can't, not you can't be discouraged because I was discouraged, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. easy to be discouraged, but you can't do this pity party thing yeah, yeah. because unless you can go to someone for them to give you money at the end of the day, you're probably going to have to give that money back mm. or that money will still run out, you know? So you have to get into the mindset of what do I need to do to get out of this situation Mm -hmm. permanently? Mm -hmm. Like how do I start new habits and get a new routine or implement new business systems which allow me to make more money? So that's when my company then went fully e-commerce and that was just before the pandemic, right? So I was just, the way things worked out, But those first two months of 2020, I had no edges at the end, basically. <laughs> I, it dragged me for filth. And I was I was genuinely heartbroken. <laughs>
1: you said no, but it does feel like that. Like being broke is it's not nice. It's not fun.
0: It really, really, really isn't fun. It's so uncomfortable. It, like it's so uncomfortable. And it's genuinely, it's painful. Like yeah. I could not sleep properly. I was anxious. Anxiety yeah, took me by you, the please? neck, really. <laughs> no, because you'll be sleeping. How do you find peace <laughs> when you know you're going to wake up in the morning? To no money, <laughs> well, and then somebody will come and be like, "Yeah, we need ten pounds for this electricity no. bill. Uh-uh. We need, you mm-hmm. know, can you, we, it's a friend's birthday, uh-uh. and you're thinking, what the hell? Oh, it's the... why fr- does everything? Cost it's money? the friend's birthday.
1: Sometimes I had to hibernate cause <laughs> there's no <laughs> way. Fortunately, I cannot come. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> <I> no, <can't. laughs> nah, man, like those broke situations, it's really really tight. I remember when I had just finished my postgrad mm. from Harvard and things were going swimmingly. Yeah. I had a full like scholarship yeah. and I was just living my best life. But the problem with that was the <laughs> the problem there were many problems I said the problem there were many problems to be quite honest with you the problem with that is where I was staying Massachusetts is a very expensive place mm. next to um New York it's one of the most expensive states Wow. so basic groceries and stuff I will never forget when I went to buy groceries for the first time and I didn't see the tax and I, tax in America uh, I know how you sisters do it yo I honestly kudos to you guys because I got like my final bill was like thirty dollars more than I thought it was gonna be, and wow. um, so my entire chest <laughs> sank. Can you imagine? <laughs> but yeah, no. This was a period after um, having graduated, after having gallivanting with Courtney out in the states,
0: <laughs> that I came you to did th- an actual madness as well. You know, <laughs> <laughs> You were just going I came... all around four different states. Yo. <laughs>
1: Because we have a 60-day grace period to stay in the States after we graduate. So for like two weeks, me and Courtney went and gallivanted. It was great. And then after that two weeks, I realized, hang on. (laughs) I there is no zero pence. Not zero pence, but you know when you were talking about your um, account balance depleting, yeah. mine was depleting quickly. Quickly. Quickly, because at that time, I also couldn't work. We weren't mm. allowed to work. And that was what frustrated me as well. Yeah. Not just like my account is depleting because I actually have to live, yeah. but I also can't work to replenish. Shit, yeah, So there was that situation. And yeah, like my I, my groceries decreased, <sighs> like my budget decreased. Um in terms of like finding work as well, there were so many bills to pay because being mm. an international student, I mm. was applying for like my visa and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and those costs, they were Phoenix. not in the tens, they were in the hundreds. Yeah. So I got to a situation like when I was on the brink of like coming back to the UK because yeah. initially I was going to stay um, where I was seeing minus a thousand in my bank account. Oh, and this my was my goodness. UK bank account, Buried in my my US bank account I had zero. I couldn't go into minus in the US bank account because they charge but- you... <laughs> They charge you. Hey, listen, American <laughs> sisters, we we here and they charge you $12.50 per day
0: that you're in overdraft. That you're in. That's overdraft. wickedness. <laughs> and you still got to pay back the money.
1: $12.50.
0: I get why some people pretend that they've died. And it's <laughs> that fake and in yes. some
1: in some it can be as high as thirty five dollars I will never forget the one time that I accidentally went into overdraft because I didn't put enough money in my savings account mm. I got a bill for thirty dollars I was like what did I do like what so because there's no money in my account you're, you're going, going to punish, punish me, me
0: <laughs> you can clearly see I don't <laughs> have the money to pay you beloved I don't <laughs> but this imagine then oh. for people who are like Really poor, wow. right? Or, or living just above the poverty line, literally, especially in expensive places like that. When people say, "Oh, it's easy to make money; it's easy it's to more. become rich," not when you have all these factors pulling you back. You're mm-hmm. then going thirty dollars a day into debt, more and more, Yo. just for not having money. <laughs> i such a dark side.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. The things. Listen, when you're broke, dirt poor, broke, the, the things, things that you have do, to do. Did you give blood? Yes. And the
0: people... <laughs> <laughs> I would have been right there with you, sis. So I would just take four gallons, do, do whatever you need. Not for much, you die. I would have given blood to you. I would have even given you my blood to give. <laughs> no, Cody. I actually got to a point
1: where I was even looking at um, you know, what do you call it? White blood cell innovations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poverty is bad, you know. Because
1: that money isn't taxed, this was well, so. <laughs> can you give before you, before you die i
0: literally googled it oh my god we really think the same because i would have been at that blood back real quick
1: no nah, the checks obviously guys we're not saying go and sell all of your kidneys and organs and <laughs> or whatnot
0: but sometimes but... you've got to do what you've got to do dude that
1: paid my groceries
0: for like a week i was real happy <laughs> And that's the thing. You start eating real, real scraping it back, lean. <laughs> real, lean, real, lean eating. I remember that we that when I first sorry to interrupt your story no, when please, I got go broke on. at um, early last year, oh. I was in little <laughs> comparing the price of everything. And you know you're waste stuff. you waste stuff. So that it's like, do I really need this extra potato? I don't. If we really think
1: about it, and you'll be calculating oh, But over a week, I would be spending. <laughs>
0: 30 30 pounds, more. Two, two pounds a day extra it's not worth it and if anyone uh, eats anything of the stuff that you've meal prepped uh, it's stop. finished for days because you've just taken my food i'm gonna have to fast by force
1: you know even sometimes you'll be like oh let me just fast let <laughs> me Just fast. This is a great time to get it's closer for, to god isn't it it's time for me to fast you know my my stomach was getting a bit anyway <sighs> break this in fact brokenness will have you lean Oh, <laughs> losing weight you know that season everyone was
0: oh, you've lost so much weight you look like it's not by Embrace. choice <laughs> I have no money <laughs> I am poor oh my gosh Oh well thank god we can laugh about it now though because yeah. some people are like I'm not gonna lie it was very dark days it was. like ready to drop off bridges <laughs> <It was. laughs> the tears that, the that you'll edge. cry <laughs> you'll cry yourself to sleep that's your dinner oh. in fact tears
1: bruh. It's painful. You even have to heat them up.
0: <laughs> Actually, no, it's because that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. No, honestly. <sighs> but yeah, continue you your US escapades or um, Yeah,
1: so uh, the kind of things that you'll have to do to get yeah. by is quite serious. So yeah. yeah, I was out here giving blood. I was out here participating in all sorts of interesting challenges. <laughs> there was one sleep study that was right up my alley. <laughs> but I was just like, I didn't have time to complete it. But <laughs> and clinical trials and all yeah. sorts of rubbish. Um, yeah, it was a sticky situation because I couldn't work like properly, like full time because mm-hmm. it was actually illegal. It violate my um, visa restrictions. Right. Um, so yeah, I had to get creative. If there's mm-hmm. one thing that being broke does to you, you get real creative, real quick. Innovation and that hustle, like that. That hustle mentality. Literally. If there's one thing that I learned during that period is really how to hustle. Yes. Like if I'm in a tight situation, yeah. then... Like, there's literally nothing that you can do, yeah. which means you must
0: do. Yeah, you have to do you something. Have to. You, have, you to have to. Or else you will pass away. hundred percent. And that's when you start remembering all the people that owe you money. Stop. You start, no, everything, your memory is so clear when you're hungry and broke, <laughs> I'm telling you. And that hunger, like what you're saying, that hunger in your belly, but also like in your heart to mm. just not be in this situation and just hatred for the situation that you're in. Mm will really make you hustle hard. Like there are, I feel like the best ideas always come when you're broke, right? Oh, for sure. But then at the same time, when you're comfortable, it gives you room to be a lot more creative with freedom. Mm. But the essentials really come when you have no money. (laughs) When you you start looking at everything, like what do I have in my home that I can sell? Literally. What skills do I have? You'll be having
1: yard sales. 100% all sorts. eBay, all of that. Depop, you'll be there 100. selling every, all Does the somebody on your want back. want this
0: vest? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legit.
1: <laughs> Legit. This one, you'll even be selling your family members clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so funny. All right. Segueing on to the next point. Miss <laughs> Courtney. Yes, hello. Talk to me about Broke shaming <clears throat> The problems with broke shaming And why it has become Such a prominent thing In our culture To flex
0: Ooh I think it all whittles down Firstly to comparison mm-hmm. And it all comes down to that human desire to have power over people, right? Yeah, you yeah. want to feel like you're not the bottom of the barrel, you're not at the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. There are people who are less important than you, mm-hmm. people who are less than su- successful than you. And yeah. it makes it gives you a good ego boost, right? That there mm-hmm. are people who are in worse off situations than you are. Um, even if you're not doing that successful, yeah, or you don't <laughs> I think it can sometimes be a feed of insecurity right to feel as though you're not doing as bad as you may think because there are people who are doing worse than you Mm. and you get to elevate yourself based off of their failures per se yeah but then the other issue I think is obviously comparison you want to feel like you're in with the cool kids or you're you're socially accepted Mm. and that's a big big issue sometimes when it forces you to do things that you wouldn't naturally do yeah or it forces you to do things out of fear of being ostracized rather than you fulfilling your actual desires to do things right yeah broke shaming though
1: (laughs) (laughs) no money no money (laughs)
0: I get how it's easy to fall into it Mm -hmm. if you're giving somebody advice, but actually shaming people, especially when you don't provide help. Like you actually don't provide assistance that helps people to understand how do they get out of this situation. Mm. What's the use of commenting then? You know, if you're not going to be helpful. Yeah. what's the
1: point point?
0: what's What's the the actual point but what
1: about you I think it comes down to what you were saying about power right people always like to feel like they're in power and I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people don't they don't like to be vocal about deconstructing a lot of the structures that we live in and Mm -hmm. exist in Mm -hmm. um there was a beautiful quote I can't remember who said it but it's the whole idea of the poor person is not really mad at the system they're not they're mad at their position in the yeah, system yeah. and i think as you're saying it's more so about oh who is be- behind me rather than who is in front of me 100%. despite the fact that the people in front of me are actually actively explo- exploitative <laughs> actively hoarding yeah. resources and capital and all that kind of stuff um and i think there's also an element of patriarchy in it Ooh, okay yeah there's an element of patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> this is not to sound like a pick me or anything. And okay. I, I, I do think that there is... I think we do need to be cognizant of the way that broke shaming does kind of play out in um, amongst genders as well. Because okay. I feel like for men in particular, although oh, men so are doing... Men really did themselves with patriarchy. But um, I do think that broke shaming for men is, is tough. Worse. It's yeah. so, so tough. 100%. But, ugh, it's just like everything that you are your mm-hmm. value is attached to how much you can provide Hundred. and because provision is often monetary yeah
0: it's like if you if you don't have money then i'm hanging it's and i hanging out with that you? literal idea that because men are meant to provide so much right because yeah. men are meant to be literally the bastions of wealth yeah you get those issues of, okay, so how are you going to provide for a person? How are you going to... Men are meant to be successful. Yeah. They're meant to be, you know, aggressively successful. They're meant to accumulate a lot of resource. They're hunters and gatherers, you mm. know, in the in the primal sense. You're not successfully masculine if you don't have money, mm. right? But it's like, like we were saying earlier... Being young and being broke sometimes go hand in hand, right? <laughs> so especially when these, when I see young men and young boys yeah. feeling so, just being bullied, being actively shamed like yeah, by people yeah. in real life and online for not having the nicest trainers, for mm. not having the nicest clothes, and thinking that, well, not even thinking, the way society has then crafted it is that how are you going to attract a woman mm-hmm, if you don't mm-hmm. have these things? And yeah. it's like, well why are you focusing on attracting women right Mm -hmm, now, right? mm -hmm. That you can be in relationships, of course. There's always that question, right? Should you date if you're broke? I was about to even
1: ask you the question.
0: (laughs) I was about to ask you the question. Should you date if you're broke? Oh. (laughs) I don't see why not. If there is like an... Agreed set of expectations Yeah yeah. If you are Just know you're not going to gauchos That's it And and don't promise those things And those are also not the prerequisites To have a successful relationship either That's true So I think that It goes hand in hand With like social media right Everyone wants to flex Everyone wants to show I'm doing the cool things That those couples do I'm doing the cool things That those people do In my age bracket too Or sometimes they're not even In your age bracket right Yeah Because social media really does create That false sense of proximity To people And then you start doing things That you can't afford Exactly Exactly. You start to, and you start getting yourself in trouble. I was li-
1: mm-hmm. you literally start entering crime. into the criminal justice system as in-
0: a <laughs> crime, okay? <laughs> crime, criminal behavior, fraud, true. and those oh, things. Fraud. And you start to think, or oh, just simply going into debt, for yeah. so things that are not going to pay back those debts, yeah. right? Yeah. So then you start to wonder these un- These unsustainable cycles that we get into of spending mm. because we're trying to impress people, are they really worth it?
1: Exactly this. Exactly this. And I think thinking about the women's side of stuff mm-hmm. and thinking about finances for women, mm-hmm. I think for majority of us, obviously the stereotype is changing, and we've made so much more strides and you know being active participants when it comes to shaping our finances. I think that for women being active participants when it comes to managing their finances yeah. has been something that's been beautiful to see. Mm. Um, particularly because we often... Like, finances is often seen as, like, a men's domain, 100. like a male thing. And the tide is very much changing. But... I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier about the access to financial education, right? Mm. I think just collectively, both genders, but particularly women, it's very, very important that, not even just about like like being able to make money and stuff like that, but also stewarding money. We've spoken about, you know, budgeting and saving and all that kind of good stuff Mm -hmm. um, before in a lot of our previous episodes, but particularly for women, being able to develop those qualities um, is just so important irrespective of the whole boss babe stereotype and just as an individual as a human being you should be able to take care of yourself period if you make any like you know mistakes and Mm -hmm. stuff as you were saying and you didn't have access to that education in the beginning that's cool but there comes a certain point when you have to take responsibility for your finances for your livelihoods and make dough because no one is going to make it for you but
0: that's the misconception right people think but he's going to pay for everything. Oh. Like, and it's like <laughs> times have changed and just practically there's no problem in being a woman who wants a man to completely provide for her. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But in terms of practical advice for today's society yeah it's very expensive and it's very unrealistic to rely on one person's income exactly this we always say this we live in probably one of the most expensive cities in the world but even more than that life is getting more and more expensive inflation is very very real yeah if you're going to rely on one person's income just remember the amount of Pressure you're putting on them to to actually get and amass this much money, whether it's from one stream of income from their full time job Mm. or from having several different side hustles, is that actually realistic to rely on one person's income right Mm. now in this society? Not
1: even a little bit. And it's really about like leaning into the relationships that you have with other people, rather than spending energy and time broke shaming people. Like rather than broke shaming your partner and saying, you know, you can't afford X, Y, Z, why don't you actually come with a solution and say, you know, this is how we can go and move forward. Because who knows? You never know what kind of situation that you'll be in. You may have started off wealthy, but you might find yourself in a situation later on. I mean, God forbid. But what do you do when, you know, your partner loses his job? Yeah. You're broke. Yeah. What now? Yeah. Or like, you know, what happens if... And I think there's so much emphasis on romantic relationships yeah. but also in friendships as well or like in business yeah. partnerships and stuff like that you can go broke yeah if that happens do? how do you get out of that situation yeah. especially in businesses as well because the kind of brokenness that you can experience in a business give me a headache. other people's <laughs> other people's livelihoods are now on the line too if you are employing yeah. other people or contracting people yeah. what do you do then
0: huge amount of pressure
1: huge amount of pressure Literally. So I think it's really about like, if you are in a situation where you are codependent on someone rather than dependent, codependent on somebody, you also need to think about how can I contribute to the situation to make it better as opposed to this is all your fault. You know, you're like take some responsibility for the financial welfare of your relationships because I don't know about you, Courtney, but I've seen far too many relationships break down because of finances Far isn't it one of the many. leading
0: factors like next to infidelity or something yeah. i think it even yeah. causes more divorce you have to remember that money makes the world go around Literally. right and it like we were just describing about the anxiety you feel when you don't have money mm. then think about the anxiety of pressures to then have to support other people imagine having kids have all of these unnecessary pressures mm. to then be like well you saw it out then why the heck are you here <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what, <the hell? laughs> um, what are you doing here what are you doing here? but also there's there's that like you're saying there's increased opportunity for you to get the education you need about finance yeah. to get yourself out of that situation yeah it's about staying clued up
1: yeah yeah so to kind of wrap up Courtney yeah I want to end this with some practical tips mm. on how to get out of brokenness. It's not even brokenness. It's brokenness. brokenness. Um, if you are currently in a situation where, you know, you're tight on money yeah. or you feel like, you know, there's no real way out. Yeah. What kind of practical tips would you give to somebody listening? Okay.
0: First of all, calm down. <laughs> Cause I, the first thing, the first instinct is to panic. Yeah. Is to, yeah. to go into that frenzy mode. Yeah. Um, calm down take a deep breath and realize okay we can get out of this right and this is not going to be forever the next thing cut down on expenses massively like if this is something where maybe you've just lost a job you may have to move back home like cut down on expenses all the small things stop ordering out stop paying for extra delivery on stuff. stop buying new clothes you can't afford it (laughs) (laughs) that needs to be the words you repeat in your brain i cannot afford it i remember during that season like even when we would do um meetups it would be like come to my house we're not going out Mm -hmm. we can't we Mm -hmm. can't afford Mm -hmm. to go to restaurants Mm -hmm. i can't afford to go to restaurants i'll buy some groceries like for five pounds and we'll make dinner right start doing things like that be frugal basically um and cut down on those expenses and then start to think about What are the ways I can start making money that will hold me down maybe for the next two weeks, right? And work towards those things. You may need to start a new side hustle. You may have to offer a service to people, Um, You may have to save all of your next paycheck. Whatever it is, start thinking about what's going to hold me out for for just the next month, right? And then start thinking about the next three months. Mm. Start putting things into place where you may need to find a new job. You may need to, like I said, start a new side hustle. You may need to borrow money from somebody, right? Start having those conversations with yourself and thinking about what are the options that are available here. Practically, how much do I need? Mm -hmm. How long will I need it for? um and how can it sustain me right and then you move on from there i think you then need to yeah then you'd start thinking about how do i make more money Mm. and how do i save the money that i make right um so get a budgeter real quick for when you do start making that money um it may be time to learn a new skill And don't be afraid to have conversations with people. You don't have to let everyone know your financial situation, Mm. but have conversations with people, letting them know, I can't do the same things that I used to do before. I might not be able to afford going out to this place. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you should have people around you who are understanding enough to be like, oh, okay, cool. Like we're not going to chastise you for not, coming to the next link up or going to the next birthday dinner Mm. because you can't afford it and that's fine feel free to say no Mm. your lifestyle is gonna have to change and it will be uncomfortable for a short period of time but be like comforted by the fact that it is a short period of time Mm. um so it's worth the sacrifice that's what I would say how about Mm. you
1: I think I agree with most of your points if not all of them I think yeah first of all stop feeling if you're one of those people that are uncomfortable having conversations about money now is not the time for you to be feeling some type of way about that because you need to be having those conversations and I think yeah being able to have people that you can lean on is Mm. super super important I know that's not something that a lot of people may have yeah and i definitely don't take it for granted that i have you know like people like you mm. or like people like my other friends that i can say straight up like look i'm broke right now right. or i don't have money to do this right. and it's calm yeah um and that's actively what we're trying to cultivate at tms is yeah. a sense of community and sisterhood so really like start having those conversations with your friends and don't like yourself under unnecessary yes. pressure and stress because you're not being transparent about your financial situation. Yeah,
0: And don't feel shame as well. Don't
1: feel shame. Yeah. Like I'm telling you half the people that, not even half, 95% of the people <laughs> on social media that claim they're making six figures probably aren't. Because if you really were, would you really be on social media telling everybody and their cats about it? No, I would be on my private island and <laughs> Courtney really knows that that is the truth. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. Um, And then, yep, the practical elements, right? budget out don't mm. be spending frivol- frivolously you need to know how much is coming into your account yeah. how much is leaving your account yeah. at all times if you need to print off your bank statements yeah analyze how much you are making versus how much you are spending yeah and then also think about if you are going to take up you know um, a new skill to to try and monetize yeah also think of the financial and tax implications of that right if you are making x amount in replacement of say a full-time job or if your full-time job is not covering it and you're doing up self-employment alongside it Make sure that you're saving money for tax. Don't yeah. think that you've got all of it to just spend like yeah. that. Because not only will you end up broke again, <laughs> but the tax man will now be after you HMRC as well as the. Don't they don't money. play and they're on time. Yeah. Every they don't care if somebody has passed away. Take they don't care. That's your they're personal there. business. <laughs> <gasps> what? Um, hop off of social media as well. Do some self care stuff yes. as well. I think that's super, super important yes. because Yeah, the feeling of hopelessness as well can make your your self-esteem just Mm. rocket downwards Mm. and then having to look on social media and see that everyone is presenting that they're doing well, that they're in flipping I don't know, Bali or whatnot will make you think that you need to hurry up
0: or that you're missing out exactly
1: and also take your time with it as much as you can yeah if you're in a dire financial situation obviously you know make a move make it make it quick yeah but if you're in a state where like you can afford to spend some time really thinking about your next move Mm. take your time because yeah money is not a joke and it's something that you need to think about and steward carefully yes so those are a few of the tips that I have as well as Courtney. And of course we will be sharing a lot more of our resources in our mailing list. Yes. So we will. make sure that you are signed up. <laughs> Don't play yourself and all that kind of good stuff. But unfortunately that's all we have time for, oh, for this no. episode.
0: <laughs> well, we'll be back in a couple of days anyway. Child.
1: Literally a couple of days, but um, yeah, as always let us know, what do you have to say about brokenness? What do you have to say about broke shaming? Have you ever been in a sticky financial situation? Do you have any tips you want to share with the sisters? You can let us know all about this by adding us on Instagram at to my sisterhood. And of course, you can always, always say hi to us personally on our pages at CD Boateng and at Renee Kapuku.
0: Or you can tweet us with the hashtag to my sisters and join the sisterhood by signing up to our weekly newsletter so we can grow and glow together. We will talk to you very soon. And remember, keep glowing and growing.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.